welcome to the Props Public Safety Podcast, where experienced firefighters discuss drone operations in public safety. Take flight, save lives, save service members. What's up, buddy? How you doing, man? What's going on? I am living the dream, baby. Yeah, another night uh, sitting outside, with, for me at least. Nice. Enjoy, enjoying a nice uh, summer night. I am 3D printing skeletons. Uh, well, you know, you have a habit of making uh, exorbitant purchases and then uh, <laughs> and then making fun new toys to go along with that. Yeah. Makes sense. All right. So what do we got? I don't know. Let's talk about uh, VTOL aircraft and a bunch okay. of players that have already been in the game for quite some time already. But yeah. it seems like DARPA really has their interest in VTOL aircraft for some strange reason. I wonder what yeah. they're planning on doing with them. I don't know. I don't know. I know yeah. a couple weeks. Yeah, but you're right. A couple weeks back, they uh, they went with a handful of uh, of companies to develop a VTOL device. So, okay. And most of these companies already, I'm sure we have all heard the names: the Northrop Grumman's. The... Yeah, I'm gonna grab my phone and I'm going to oh, the yeah. Google. You got a list? I'm going to the Google. You got to give me a second on it. So let's oh, just we can't, we can't have dead air. So let's just let's just fill this in. But uh, I know they <laughs> I know they were using it for they wanted marine missions in mind, navy and marine missions in mind. Yes, so that's one of the one it of is. the reasons. But I mean, VTOLs are. Uh, I mean, I've seen the power of the VTOL aircraft many oh, times yeah. over. Yeah, you know, yeah, they're they're great. You know, it's a fixed wing that could take off and land in a small platform, so it's really powerful. Absolutely, yes. Yeah. So, yep, Northrop Grumman. Yeah, definitely, they're going to be in the list. Lockheed Martin, I would say. Raytheon. They're not in the initial air environment. Air environment. Uh, AVX aircraft, which I've ne- I've never heard of. You? No. Uh, Griffin. Yeah. Uh, um. Lidos, I've heard. Method Aer- Aeronautics, I haven't heard. Obviously, Northrop Grumman. Method is, I believe, Method is uh, air uh, transport. Okay. Like uh, people. Skorvarsky. Yep, Skorvarsky. Another one. Skorvarsky, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was, yeah. Yeah, so they're trying to develop uh, designs with, uh, yeah, Navy and Marine missions in mind. Yeah. I wonder absolutely. why. I wonder why. Mm. I see VTOL as, I think it's great, by the way. Um I don't think there's there's enough out there right now. No, definitely uh, not. For VTOL, and, and there's a definite need for that long range aircraft that doesn't need like that catch system and that slow or slingshot or anything else to get it off the ground. Yeah, developing a, a VTOL is great, especially for public safety with um, you know uh, disaster responses and and things of that nature to get large swaths of areas covered you know, well that's what's great about the wingtra yeah. i mean yeah other than the fact that like it looks like you're toting a big like giant suitcase behind you um yes. it goes together like one two three and it's up in the air and once it's airborne it's i, I mean it's doing its thing it's fantastic yeah. yeah so they have until the end of 2026 to get it so they have a, they have a little bit of time but uh, really a lot of time. But I mean, it's not really a short amount of time, really, considering. I mean, yeah, the fact yeah. that most of these companies have already made fixed wings. Um, yeah. So just making them so they can take off and land upright. I mean, yeah, isn't really that much of an issue. 
especially yeah, I, some of these guys are, you know, top notch in the aerospace industry. Yeah, yeah. I, I like I like kind of I like the fact that I almost feel like they came up with DARPA to just not say they're DOD. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. I mean DARPA does everything from well, well they're on they're under DOD. Correct. So but yes. but I I I I'm solely convinced that that was done so they don't have to say ah oh, it's the Department of Defense is building, you know, a, a VTOL device for uh, for marine operations, but but also DARPA allows other people to get into the ring. Yeah. They were never in there before. So you oh, yeah. like universities and like robotics clubs, uh, drone clubs, yeah. all entities, challenges and uh, play with, you know, against, you know, the Raytheons and the, yeah. Yeah. some of the other sectors and develop really sophisticated pieces of equipment to compete in these challenges. So where do you see, uh, where do you see that this sort of UAS coming into play for us? Wide area map after a large disaster or a large event or pre-planning a large thing. Um, imagine mapping the New York City Marathon. Yeah. yeah. You know, and you want it to pre-plan, you know, routes and this and that. And what's the square footage of Central Park? Well, everybody knows how many acres it is. But could you fit a 20 by 20 in this small little section that you have over here? Yeah. You answer yeah. that, you know, and many more questions using this one piece of equipment yeah and it's just like a loose term i mean obviously you're not going to be flying a fixed wing asset over the skyline of manhattan trying to get you know a good enough ground sampling distance so <laughs> to work but yeah. i mean there are other operations um large areas of brush you want to map out the coastline of uh we'll say staten island or you know one of the the areas that have you know um heavy like brush areas in mm, yeah or just to make a model or a map of a specific area that would require multiple UAS batteries, like taking the M30 and then like flying it around for a half a day requires, you know, a ton of batteries. Meanwhile, yeah. with a fixed wing asset, when it's in the air for 60 minutes, in some cases even longer, you can yep. get a lot more done in a, a shorter amount of time. So that's where I see it going. And then, I mean, that's in the big city. Now you go out west or for us, you know, west to be as far as even New Jersey. And well, there's not much east of us. No. Well, even if you go east <laughs> of us, too, I mean, there's use cases out there where now instead of buildings, you have vast amounts of land. Yeah. Yeah. You can cover in, you know, just over today, there was heavy flooding upstate New York and there's, you know, significant damage. And to assess that, you know, sending that aircraft in the air over, you know, a multi-rotor is going to save a ton of time, a ton of resources, and more importantly, allocate those resources so they can move in with the multi-rotors and say, all right, well, this is what you got over here that needs to be addressed. And we don't need to worry about this over here because it wasn't effective. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. There's many uses for, uh, especially, you know, uh, on the VTOL side, and it doesn't require, you know, to slingshot the catcher or... That, well, yeah, that, 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 that's equipment. It just requires, you know, somebody to set it up and land it. Yeah, that's the one nice thing is that it's that it's that takeoff and landing footprint that you don't have to deal with. Absolutely. At um and and multiple people on scene to kind of handle that. Yeah. Uh, you can kind of get a smaller crew together, which allows you to have multiple crews because yeah. now those crews can be smaller and you can do a lot more damage that way. So absolutely. So 
yeah, I mean, I'm all for the VTOLs. Uh, like I said, I seen the Wintra a couple of times. Looks like like a really solid, you know, piece of equipment. Really nice data comes off of it. Takes off lands. Yeah, it's it's nice to watch. But yeah, I know last year, last year it's, we saw him at, at we saw MSOC. Yeah, uh, have, have uh, right. It's the company that did that. Right, yeah, yeah. And uh, I mean, they're just a little big. So, I mean, it's not like something that you would, you know, just carry in your rig and have it when you need it. It's something that you kind of need to bring with you knowing that you need it. Yeah. So that's the only downfall of having one of these systems. Yeah. Well, you know, you're obviously it's not your day to day uh, operation. It's going to be more of a uh, mission ready, mission ready package, regional deployment, regional asset. Correct. uh, you know, FEMA response, everything else where you're going with a large group of people to take care of a massive problem. So yes, correct. Yeah. It's it's not something that's going to be localized. You don't need that kind of firepower to fly something small. No. Yeah, no. you know, but then again, with that, I mean, possibilities are endless too. You know, you would be able to make deliveries with it. I mean, obviously if it's light enough, stuff like that. But you would be able to do like really far away BVLOS, not like, you know, oh, I'm going to take the M300, you know, a mile away. You're talking like in some cases, you'd be able to take these aircraft almost 10 miles away, 15 miles away with the proper setup. Yeah. Um, And, you know, break down and two crews and you could do that. So, I mean, the possibilities are there. Yeah. Nice. All right. So we'll see where it goes with DARPA. They got a little time left. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, for all of our listeners out there, I mean, DARPA always amazes us. They have some of the coolest challenges and everything they else. Do. Their subterranean one that they had a, a few years back was, it blew my mind with that. And and you're getting these kids that are just brilliant. Brilliant. There's no other way to put it. Yeah, there's no other yeah. way to put it. And they're kids. And they're kids. Correct. And they're competing <laughs> on the same challenge with contractors that have been in the DOD sector for decades. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's, what's good about DARPA is it brings the innovation to these companies that might be outdated or getting stale. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so as you know, like everybody has that same kind of, you know, thing that they've been doing and it's been working. So they kind of run with it. And this brings new innovation into those types of sectors, which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, their website is awesome to follow as well because they're always yeah. posting new challenges and this and that and a lot of information on there, even not on the DOD sector, but they do projects for, you know, countless other things as well, as far as like STEM and research and so many other projects yeah. that are really don't fall into, you know, that DOD types stuff that they're known to do. Yeah, um, yeah, and they also have a decent amount of funding where you could get funding through DARPA for some of these projects if you're able to participate in these these events or whatever. So it's definitely something worth checking out. Yeah, definitely. All right, man. I think yeah, uh, I think that wraps it. I think that wraps up another uh, another podcast, right? Yeah, absolutely. I'm John Wake, and I'm Mike Wall. And stay safe, fly safe. See you at the next one. See you the next one. Thanks for joining us at the Props Public Safety Podcast. If you want to take flight with our hosts and learn more about our public safety education program, go to propsflightschool.com and click the public safety button.